Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show. Let's call it a show. Let's not even call it a podcast. Let's. This is a show, right? It's a show. It's a. It's you know. It's a. A girl alone in her car talking to herself. I think that qualifies as a show. Um, today, I am having a delicious, crunchy green apple. I'm having a green apple. Um, it's not just any green apple. It's a gas station green apple. Um, you know, because you should buy fruit at the gas station. It's really the number one source of produce. Um, what's particularly good about the gas station apple, God, it's really hard to record with, um, crunchy, but I'm going to do it. Um, everyone's probably annoyed at my, you know, and has abandoned, uh, listening already. They're like, oh fuck, she's doing an apple. But anyway, whatever. I was in the mood for an apple. I got an apple. Um, gas station fruit. What really makes it, what really makes the gas station apple, uh, special and, and a little dangerous, you know, a little wild, wilder, wilder than the Whole Foods apple, wilder than, uh, even the regular supermarket apple, um, wilder, eh, probably not wilder than an orchard apple, we'll leave it here, um, definitely more pumped full of, um, steroids than an apple in an orchard, um, what makes the gas station apple so great is that, um, well, first of all, it's one of the only living things in the gas station that you can buy, which is interesting. I actually don't usually buy living foods. I prefer my foods, um, to have never lived, um, to have never lived. Um, you know, I like my packaged foods that have never lived, um, candies and, uh, chips and all those kinds of things. But, um, you know, pints of ice cream, but I guess that's sort of lived kind of, but, um, but the thing that it's the thing that makes the apple so, um, so dangerous at the gas station is that, uh, I don't wash the apple and it's, it's probably been handled, you know, it's probably been felt, squeezed, um, caressed by, oh, I don't know, you know, um, many, many patrons, many patrons from all over Los Angeles have felt up my slutty fucking apple. Cause it's not like at the grocery store where yes, we touch the fruit. We all touch the fruit, but at the grocery store, there's so many more apples, you know, so everybody gets, I would think like less touching, you know what I'm saying? Like each apple gets touched. It's like if they're, you know, the apples, it's like the apples are having less sex. Um, it's like the apples, you know, if you're, if you're somewhere and there's like, you know, a thousand other hot people or a thousand hot people, you're going to get like probably less sex than if it's just like you and like, you know, 10 others, right. Then like, you know, and then like someone comes in and wants to have sex. Like, I don't know. It's just the bad. I'm not actually good analogy. Good analogy. The apple fucking. So my apple is a real slut, which I appreciate. Um, I appreciate that in an apple and I appreciate that, um, in a person too. Uh, I've always been one. Um, but so you don't want, I don't wash the apple. And here's my thing. Here's my thing about germs. You know, I've always been kind of germy. Um, I always felt like a little dirt doesn't hurt. I kind of feel like it makes you stronger. Um, and it's like the more we sort of like Purell shit and like do all that shit. I don't know. I mean, I've had a pretty good like immune system physically. 
mentally is another story. Mental health, much more difficult journey. Um, I would, you know, if washing my fruit could stave off depression, you know, I'd wash all the fruit. I'd be one of those people who buys that special wash, you know, that like washes off chemical. I don't know. Just like the crazy, the crazy wash. Um, but I'm, I'm sort of, but I feel that my mental health is whatever. I know that I'm probably going to get like one email from someone saying that, um, mental health is linked to like toxins and stuff. And, you know, I don't know. Someone once said, I was like, Oh, when I did the tuna fish sandwich episode, someone said that my depression was how like they're like, how much mercury are you eating? You know, maybe that's caused your depression. I'm like, dude, I'm not eating tuna sandwiches like like every day, all day. You know, I'm not having like tuna like well I'm not I'm not like like, you know, shooting up tuna sandwiches. It's just you know, it's just like what's going on. Um so I don't really know. Um but, uh, yeah, so someone's probably gonna, gonna say, like, you know, if I will start washing my fruit, um, I guess I would, if it was a gas station apple and I wanted to wash it, I would have to go into, like, the gas station bathroom, um, and frankly, the thought of the, you know, washing the apple in the gas station bathroom, I don't know, like, does it, would that even do anything? So, nonetheless, I don't know, I feel proud, I, I've always felt proud of my non-fear of germs, like, maybe because it's, like, the one thing I'm not phobic about. I'm also not phobic about, like, spiders. I'm trying to think of all the things that I'm not phobic about that, like, certain people... You know, because I'm phobic about a lot of shit. I mean, we don't want to call it phobic, but just terrified. How about that? What am I... Ter- all right, what am I terrified of and what am I not terrified of? Things that terrify me. Um, death itself doesn't terrify me dying process, I am fucking scared shitless of the dying process. Not into it. Um, I also have a few, I also feel like it's unfair that some people get to die like a really peaceful death in their sleep and other people have a horrific death. Like I know the world isn't fair and like nothing is in it, but it just seems particularly, um, bizarre to me. Like why do some people get to have like that great death? And I, I just hope I go out, you know, that way. Um, so yeah, terrified of dying, suffocating in particular, Mm, death itself. I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love to chill in a white light. Like to me, I'm like, if it's going to feel like heroin and like a white light, like I'm in, or if it's going to be like nothingness and I'm not aware I'm in, um, I don't know. So I'm, and I'm scared of the fear that I'll have when I'm dying. You know, like it's not even like the actual dying. I'm scared of how I'm going to feel, which is really fear of fear and fear of feelings dictates so much of how I live my life. It's like the fear of fear, you know, like, or the fear of the way, the way that I'm going to feel, you know, like I don't, it's like, I need, um, I need to sort of keep ever. I, I, I like to keep my illusion of control in check you know, with all my calories and all my like fear of letting people, you know, that if I, every time when I, when I used to work in an office, I mean, that's why I started this so sad today, Twitter, you know, I had been a good worker for years, but I was like, well, if I have to take any time off, um, for my depression and anxiety, like I will definitely be fired. You know, like I'm always convinced that it's like worst case scenario, right? Catastrophizing. So it's like, and it's not that I think deep down, like I know I'm not gonna be fired, but I'm afraid of 
the way I'll feel if I take a day off. I'm afraid of the way I'll feel if I don't go to the fucking, well, I don't go to the gym out here. I run on the street, but you know, if I miss a run, um, I almost choked on a bite of apple. That's another fear, um, kind of related to the dying fear, but yeah, so it's like fear of fear, fear of feelings. Um, you know, it, another thing is, um, I think I mentioned, um, trypophobia. I have this weird fear of patterns, like, um, certain types of patterns. There's like a Japanese Lotus that has a, um, a specific pattern. It's like fear of divots, you know, um, certain types of English muffiny things. Um, if you go, if you Google trypophobia, you're going to see the images online, but be prepared if you, cause if you are trypophobic, you're going to be like, it's going to make you want to like f- scream, but it's patterns, you know, it's patterns. Oh no, I didn't talk about this on this podcast. I talked about it on the, um, the mental illness happy hour, which is a wonderful podcast with, um, Paul Gilmartin, who's a lovely human being and really good show. That, no, that's a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, not a show. Me eating an apple, like, talking about the patterns in English muffins, not a show. Paul's show is a fucking show. Um, and he's wonderful. But so, yeah, so trypophobia. But again, you know, with that, it's, it's, it's less of, like, a terror and more just, like, of a kind of nauseated reaction. Um, but things I'm not afraid of. Rodentia. Rodents. Love rodents totally down with them. I mean, I don't want them like crapping in my house, but like, you know, but I think rats are like so cute. I kind of love rodents. I had pet guinea pigs and not at the age when you're like supposed to have pet guinea pigs. Um, I have pet, I had pet guinea pigs, like, I guess maybe like seven or eight years ago, my husband, and I had them shout out to peaches and Andy, sorry, peaches and Angie. May she rest in peace. May they both rest in peace. They were sisters they were also lovers, um, and, um, you know, they were mommy's rats, I loved them, I mean, they didn't really give much back, pickle, pickle is much more, I mean, pickle, you know, pickle can be a little shit, but pickle is definitely, and I actually sometimes think that pickle is a lot like peaches reincarnated, because peaches was, um, she was a bitch, you know, and I think that Angie, like, wanted to be friends with us, and, like, wanted to hang out, but Peachy would be like, what the fuck are you doing, like, traitor, like, don't fuck with them, and Angie was like, okay, so, yeah, they didn't really give back, they weren't, they didn't give back, but they were cute, and they squeaked a lot, and, yeah, I, I'm totally down with rodents, fine with spiders, bugs are cool, I mean, bugs are, you know, again, I do, do I want to be, like, covered in them, no, do I want to be, like, having them crawling in my sheets, like, you know, or, or in massive amounts, or, like, have them in my food, no, but, you know, a stray rat or like, you know, a spider or, you know, a couple of bugs. Like I I don't kill the bugs. I'm not a bug killer. Um, I, I mean, this does not make me like a good person because, uh, I eat turkey sandwiches all the fucking time. So here I am like saving the bug and not eating the turkey sandwich. You know, I just don't want to be the one doing the killing. Um, but it's funny because sometimes when I'll put a bug outside, you know, like I'll move, I'll, I'll go to like the Great Lakes to capture the bug or ca- capture the spider and put it outside. And then it would, I'm like, wait, but what if like the spider was actually like enjoying being here? And now it's like just about to get eaten by, like I put the, I put the spider outside and like a second later, a bird comes and like swallows it up. Like, I mean, that could happen, you know? So it's like, 
sometimes you just don't know. Like, if you're, like, fucking with destiny or if you're, like, not fucking with it. Um, you know, or it's, like... But I always feel really bad when we get the spiders in the bathtub a lot in California. And, like, if I don't see it and then, like... It's just, like, the spider's just, like, starting his morning, you know? Because I take baths twice a day. I take a bath in the morning. Well, like, once or twice a day. I mean, any time I get in the tub shower, it's always a bath. Um, I'm, like, always bathing. So, anytime I bathe, it's a bath. Um, I only wash my hair, like, twice a week. Not because of the germ situation. Not because I'm, like, dirty. I mean, now you guys are all going to think I'm, like, disgusting. Which, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Um, I fear that judgment, too. I fear judgment, obviously. I fear the inability to control what people think of me. But it's fine. Like, but I only wash it twice a week because, you know, I have the Jufro. I have the dry hair. It's, like, the more I wash... I just can't wash it that much. It'll, it'll get... Also, like, it's... if Especially if I, like, um, you know, like, like do, like, a, my straightening iron thing. Like, I don't want to have to do that every day. I don't want to have to do that every day. So, so, but other times... So, I'm mostly in the bath, right? I'm mostly in the bath. And... Sometimes I, like, erroneously, like, the spider's just, like, chilling. Like, it is just alive on Earth, you know, doing its thing. It's, like, just getting up, you know. It's, like, it's morning. It, maybe it likes mornings. I feel like the spider is, like, a morning per- You know, it's, like, it's like all right, here we are. I'm an arachnid. You know, maybe it's going to, like, I don't know. Is it going to go to Dunkin' Donuts? I felt like that would be a funny thing to say, but I actually feel like that's not the truth of this spider. Like, the spider's not going to Dunkin' Donuts. It's not going to Starbucks. This spider is, like, just content to live without all that kind of capitalist bullshit. You know, like, it's just, like, it's just doing its thing. It's like, you know, I don't need brand name fucking coffee. You know, I don't need, like, a, 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 a something chino. Like, I'm just, I'm alive and it's fine. And then suddenly, like, I decided to take a bath and then that's it. And, um, you know, if it were just a quick death, like a very quick, fine. But a lot of times, like, it, you know, it suffers for, like, I see it, it flailing. It's like I see it in the flailing. I'm just like, fuck. But, you know, does that make me a good person? No. Because it's like, um, well, first of all, like, you know, goodness and, and evil are, are often relative. But also, the thing is, is that I, like, meanwhile, I'm, like, eating turkey sandwiches all the time. The tuna sandwich. I mean had that meatball sub I really I rarely eat red meat I'm not saying that to be like I'm a great human I just I don't know I rarely do probably because red meat's like more fattening or whatever not for any philanthropic reason but my my not being a vegetarian and a vegan is one thing that I feel like really shitty about because I'm like I know what goes on it would not be that fucking hard and um, then I'm like yeah I'm at the diner I'm gonna have a fucking turkey sandwich uh um I don't know you know it's it's something that when I think about like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, not hell, but like, sort of when I, when I feel that on earth, like I often have this feeling that I'm being judged by this like cosmic arbiter, you know, just to, like, I'm just being judged and like the judge does not like me, which, you know, probably comes from, you know, my childhood, you know, your parent, your, your, your parent, my, your parents are your, um, you know, like first gods, whatever, therapy 101, but, um, so I feel like, I don't know, like, but then when I start to break it down intellectually, like if I can get a hold of myself and I'm just like, maybe you aren't the worst one. Maybe it's grandiose to think that you're a piece of shit and like, 
a total piece of shit. Like maybe you contain multitudes and some things are good and some things are bad and you are not the worst human even though you're like American and like, you know, using like a phone to record this podcast like made in like a factory with suicide nets. Like maybe, maybe that's okay. Which is it? I don't know. Um, but God, I just got really depressed. Anyway, I just was like, well, it's all futile. But one thing that I do sort of use as a counter argument to the part of myself that's trying to make myself feel better is like you fucking, yeah, but you eat meat, like you lazy shit. Like why, you know, it would be so easy not to. So, um, anyway, this is, this is descended and this is a very uplifting episode as always. Mm. So yeah, so things I fear is like, you know, this cosmic arbiter. It's very, it's probably because I took too many psychedelics. Like when I was, you know, before I got sober, like in my late teens, it's probably because I took too many psychedelics and like, you know, thought I was seeing the face of like cosmic wrath, but really I was just like having major anxiety. Um, it was always funny because like my anxiety manifests, like it can manifest, it's so physical often. And like, I've had panic attacks. I've talked about this in like uh, the vice column and the so sad today book. I've had panic attacks that are like, it's like the world, like there's a symptom of anxiety. It's called, it's like unreality or hyper reality. And it's one of the scariest ones when you're having like a severe panic attack because the world looks like a fucking dream. And like, actually, as I was just saying this, like I was looking at cars and I was like, they look like toy cars. Like I can kind of, and I, the first time I ever experienced these feelings was when I was like on psychedelics back in the day, you know? Um, and it's like, I guess I, it's like, I feel like I opened up like a little, little gateway, little gateway. And now I sometimes just float out there, but I I know that it is a symptom of anxiety. And I don't think that it's, um, just for people who have done psychedelics. Like I think others experience that too. Um, but it's funny because it's like, I'll be having this and I'm like, everything is like, I don't understand, like, I look at people and they just look like plastic, kind of, like, I'm like, wait, like, is this real, like, what's going on, like, I feel like I'm watching myself, and I'm watching, I'm like, outside the world watching the world, you know, it's, it's both unreal and hyper real, surreal and hyper real, uh, and it's not fun, but then it's like, wait, that's just a symptom of anxiety, like, that's all it is, like, I thought that it was like, I was looking beyond the matrix, you know, like I really thought it, and it's, that's what's so interesting about brain chemistry and like drugs and stuff. It's like, you know, all the revelations I had, I do believe that like, you know, a lot of the things like when I was on psychedelics, I was like, I see the truth. But then like when I wasn't, then I, when I came down, I like couldn't exactly say what the truth was, or I would like look in my journal to see what I had written down was the truth. And I was like, huh? Like it was just like big pink marker scrolls that like, I mean, you know, it was words, but it like didn't. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, the Bhagavad Gita that I had just written. Um, and so I don't know though. It's like, um, I do think, I do think that like there, some of the, some of what I saw was like a feeling of, um, we're all innocence, right? Like, like God loves or whatever the universe loves all, all of us, all the children, the same, wherever we are on the path, you know, like, I think that was really what I saw. And I felt my own innocence, right. To an extent, but then also at the same time, I would sometimes feel like I was completely not innocent and, you know, being judged. And that's where the, the cosmic terror came from. But what's my point? My point is that, um, I don't know. I forgot my point. 
it probably wasn't important. I guess just um, that, I guess I was really just saying, you know, it's, it's kind of weird when you, oh, oh, I know what my point was. Okay. So I do think though that like I did have some real genuine spiritual experiences on psychedelics. It's just that they were, I don't think they were fake, but it was more like a preview to the movie. You know, like it was a preview of the movie. Um, but like the movie, I kind of have to like write that myself, you know, like, I mean, I don't know that anyone gets to like stay in the movie. Um, but like for me, like I have experienced like moments and hours of like real genuine, like peace or feeling like my, that I maybe am okay. And that like other human beings, like we're all just doing the best we can, which is also very terrifying. And I don't know if it's even true. Like, is everyone really doing the best they can? Maybe, maybe with the tools they were given, maybe, but, um, but I do feel like I'm, you know, I do feel like those were like those experiences in psychedelics, like we're touching something. It's just, then I kept needing this. I needed the psychedelics to get back there. Whereas like with meditation, um, you know, I, I definitely don't like reach those highs as quickly at all. Um, and nor do I really want to be like doing my morning meditation and like, you know, like being like a blade of grass, like suddenly and like staring at it for an hour. Like I, you know, I, I got shit to do. Um, but it's, I, I, I don't think, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those sober people who's like, all my drug experiences were bad. Like, no, I think that some of those were very valid. And you know what, if you are not an addict, um, you know, or an, an alcoholic, like go forth, like do the fucking drugs. I think drugs are great. Um, you know, now if you're like, under 18 and you're listening, whatever, I don't know, I'm probably supposed to say, like, do it in the right setting, and make sure you know that what you are getting, you know, I'm not, like, encouraging you all to go out and do drugs, but I guess, you know, I, I, I do think drugs can contribute to your worldview, and, um, they can, I do believe they can open your mind, but for me, I'm someone who's an addict, and so I become, like, way too reliant, I'm like, oh, well, this is how I'm just gonna live, this is how I need to live my life, like, oh, this is how you live on earth, and then, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, like, this is, this is how you, this is how you live, right, like, anything to me that is, like, good, or, like, psychedelics I didn't get, like, addicted to, because, you know, there's the dark side and the light side, but, like, so it's, you know, but, like, anything that's, like, all, like, delicious, or mostly delicious, it's, like, oh, this is how you live in the world, like, oh, this, I'm just gonna do this all the time, you know, and I do that without, without having that even conscious thought, it's just what happens, so, um, but, you know, it's, like, I am glad I had those experiences. Um, I am. And, um, I don't know. I, I don't even know how I ended up talking about psychedelics. Um, you know, I guess, um, it is to say that sometimes I do have a moment of peace. Um, when, when I'm not, when, when, you know, when, when I'm not in the fear. And I, I do feel like that moment of peace is, that peace is probably always there, like underneath all the shit. You know, it's not like I have to like create it. Like it's always under there, but it's just the fucking, the layers of shit that pile up on top of it until all you see is the layers of shit. It's like really, truly, um, it's remarkable. It's remarkable that like, we have that in us, you know, that peace within us. Um, and then like, we totally cannot access it. It's remarkable that we ever access it again. Um, so on that woo woo note, 
um, I finished my apple, my, my Jeremy gas station apple. And, um, yeah, I'm going to pull out of this, uh, pull out of this parking lot that I've been sitting in because the gas station people are starting to look at me weird. Don't worry. I wasn't, I'm not that person that's like, you know, sitting at the pump, taking up a space. I'm on the side, but, um, you know, but am I a bad person for using gas? I mean, it's like, I don't know. Is it that reductive? I feel like I justify and then I like life. It's confusing being alive. It's very confusing. It's very confusing being bored into a world and into a system where like, you know, most cars, unless you can afford that electric one, like do take gas. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, it's not actually not that interesting. It's like very bizarre. I guess it is interesting, but like maybe in a bad way on that note, um, wishing you all a a few moments of peace. God, this is like the most Californian thing I've ever done. And I was like this, by the way, I was like this when I lived in, um, when I was like in my early twenties and lived in Massachusetts, I was kind of like this in New York too. You know, like I didn't move to Los Angeles and like become woo woo. It's just, I do, I am, I'm kind of a hippie in some ways, you know, hippie Jap, alt Jap. Um, it's a blend. Life is a blend. And, um, I think that's a good thing for us all to remember, um, both when, uh, judging others and judging ourselves. Um, and if I can put that into practice, it'll be a fucking miracle because, um, I'm decent about not judging others, uh, but not judging myself have not arrived at that spiritual whatever yet. Anyway, that's it. Take care. See you on the flip side.